Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. My morning jacket rocks Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland tomorrow night. I spoke with frontman Jim James in 2019 when he joined the NSO at the Kennedy Center for a special show called The Order of Nature, A Song Cycle. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. First of all, dive right into this. Order of nature here, a song cycle. Um, how did you and how did you and the NSO <laughs> decide to partner on this? Like, did you, did you and Teddy go way back, or how, like, what was the origin of the seeds of this thing? Yeah, I've known Teddy for years now, and uh, we had always wanted to do something together that was like a new thing. And uh, so, I guess about two years ago now, we just started working on this thing, and um, I wrote some new songs for it and we were working on it and I picked a, a couple cover songs that I thought went with it and then included a couple of my existing songs uh, just to create this nine song uh, piece, this, this song cycle. And uh, yeah, basically like I, I wrote the songs, but then Teddy took the songs and, uh, and orchestrated them and arranged them and uh, arranged interludes and connecting pieces and uh it was really really fun working on on this with teddy nice so you said so the songs like you said it's about like nine songs that will have you know the nso pops uh behind it um can you give us a teaser of what some of those songs are either either your existing ones or some of the covers well yeah i mean it's just it's called the order of nature and the, and the theme of the whole piece and a lot of the songs is just trying to understand why human beings have this thing called hatred because uh, hatred is something you don't really find in nature you know you might find a tiger kills its prey or whatever but there's there's not this aspect of hatred and i feel like uh hatred amongst humans is such a terrible thing that we're all you know kind of constantly trying to figure out how do we how do we deal with this how do we live in a more peaceful world uh, not only with humans, but with humans' uh, interaction with the planet. Uh, it just feels like we're destroying the planet and destroying each other. And so this uh, is just basically a meditation on that and uh, trying to figure out how to change it, how to how to create a more peaceful world. Awesome. So that's sort of the thematic through line. Do you have a – could you tease a couple of the songs that are in there? Well, yeah, there's a a bunch of songs. I mean, there's there's five new songs, and there's a song called Here in Spirit that's from my second solo record, Eternally Even. And uh, there's another song called Same Old Lie that's from that record as well. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's uh, I don't really, I mean, I could name some of the new songs that nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think no, no, that's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's plenty, man. That's cool. That gives us an idea. It speak, speak. Uh, so that sort of the thematic through line you talked about, the order of nature, and like you, know, you raise a good point. It's like you know that you mentioned the tiger, you know, attacking the, you know, that. But that's instinctual. So yeah, it's like I'm, I, I'm digging your idea of you know we humans, you know, we're not born. I don't think it's we're sort of taught that way. So I love that you're right thematically exploring that. Um, it, speak to um. Speak to just how epic it will be for our listeners who maybe have seen you in concert in a different setting, but to find, you know, the, the epic nature of being, have a whole orchestra backing you. I mean, is this, is this like a one-off thing with NSO or is this something you're kind of taking around the country? No, we're doing a, we're doing it here and there. This will be the second one. So basically the, uh, the album that we're releasing is this song cycle and it's a live performance of when we did it in Louisville with the Louisville orchestra uh, who Teddy is the conductor of the Louisville Orchestra. So we wrote this piece and arranged it and then performed it. And the album that's coming out is a, uh, you know, it doesn't really sound like a live record because we tried to keep the audience quiet most of the time, but <laughs> it's a live record. And so we just wanted to perform it, you know, uh, well, as many times as we could. But so this is the first, uh, with you guys, this is the first, uh, performance outside of Louisville that we're doing of, of the piece and uh, we're doing it in Seattle and uh, Denver I believe and hopefully some other places but that's what we've got lined up right now awesome well you mentioned uh, you mentioned Louisville that's you know where where you grew up in Kentucky take me back into those days um, if our listeners aren't familiar with your bio you know how did you actually you know get into music what, what was like the first instrument you got your hands on or you know what, what was sort of you know, the the genesis of all this awesome ride. <laughs> well, I just have always loved music. I remember being a little kid and uh, seeing The Muppet Show or, you know, just watching cartoons or whatever and just being really moved by the music aspect of, of that. And uh, so ever since I can remember, I was always interested in music and started on the guitar and uh, just kind of really enjoyed playing anything I can get my hands on. I'm not a... a learned musician i can't read music or anything and and that's been a fascinating thing about working with teddy who's you know just such an amazing conductor and has a vast knowledge of working with music and reading music and working with orchestral players and classical musicians and uh so i think it's a kind of a fun uh meeting of these worlds where i'm kind of more uh just go with my gut um go with what what i'm feeling kind of person and Teddy understands that way of working, but also brings the um, the technical aspect and the the, uh, the precision aspect of charting the music and arranging the music in, in ways that I would uh, not normally think of. That's awesome. That's like a nice little uh, give and take between the two of you guys. Um, you mentioned the Muppets. <laughs> what what about what about actual you know actual recording artists musicians? Uh, who who who'd you dig on growing up? I think sort of influenced your sound. Well, I came up when uh, grunge was hitting the airwaves really big. So, you know, all, all the grunge bands really hit me really hard and R.E.M. And uh, the cool thing about that that time period was all those bands were really great about turning their fans on to the music that inspired them. You know, so you, I learned about Neil Young and and uh, Bob Dylan and, and artists like that through the grunge movement. But but uh, just also through radio, really loved Motown as a kid and uh you know that that music I feel like has always been a big part of of what inspires me. Um, 
I think I was lucky to grow up in a period where like the uh, most of the music that just happened to be on the radio was actually really great <laughs> music. Like right, my right. Nec- my parents aren't necessarily like quote unquote music fans, you know, but they just would have the radio on. And, you know, there's so many things like Stevie Wonder or, or Marvin Gaye or Simon and Garfunkel or, you know, whatever it may have been that I heard um, just randomly as a kid that really struck me. Absolutely. And then how did you remind our listeners, how did you and your cousin actually get together and form My Morning Jacket? There was like four of you guys, right? Blankenship, Glenn, um, you, and your cousin. Yeah. Well, it kind of My Morning Jacket kind of started out as me just doing this uh, kind of open mic nights and stuff by myself acoustically. And then my cousin, John, uh, dug what I was doing, and he would play with me occasionally. And, and then he had a small studio set up uh, on his grandparents' farm that he let me come record there. And we just started having so much fun playing and recording together that it just grew into a band. And uh, it was really just kind of a natural thing. We just really enjoyed it so much that, you know, there's lots of things like that in life where I feel like thought, you really don't even think about it. You know, you just keep doing this thing because you love it. And, and you know, I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Um, my... You got I mean, you guys have done so many, so many awesome albums, but um, so there's no way I can go through all of them. But I'm gonna rapid fire. Give me the first phrase, which is one word or a couple phrases when I when I list these things. Tennessee Fire. Oh well, it's the 20th anniversary of the Tennessee Fire. Uh, we just played a show at the Capitol Theater in New York where we played that that album in its entirety, and uh, that was the first record that came out. And uh, it's crazy that it's like just just hitting the. Um, 20th anniversary of it it's like a really wild mile marker uh to think you know i don't know it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) absolutely all right at dawn what do you what does that make you what does that conjure for you (laughs) well at dawn was like we were still out in shelbyville kentucky on the farm recording these records and so at dawn is our second record and it's uh still very homemade record and uh you know, it's kind of us just like enjoying learning the studio and learning how uh, things work. You know, we had a very simple studio that was all tape and, uh, you know, not, not much gear or anything, but we really just loved using the, the space uh, and being out there in the middle of nowhere was really, really great thing because we could really play as loud as we wanted to and use different spaces for different sounds like uh, grain silos and garages and just different things we had available to us. All right, it still moves. Uh, it still moves is the third record, and that's the last record we did uh, on our own out in the farm in uh, Shelbyville, Kentucky. Um, and that was a really, really pivotal record because uh, my cousin John and uh, our keyboard player Danny left the band uh, after we toured some for that record, and we were just kind of killing ourselves touring and uh they decided that just wasn't the lifestyle they wanted so uh, carl and Bo came in who have been in the band since uh you know touring on that record for about 15 years now so uh once carl and Bo came in that kind of cemented what the band uh really is you know in, in my mind because it's been that's been the most consistent and uh reliable thing that I think we were just trying to find. So It Still Moves was a real pivotal thing of turning towards the what the band was supposed to become. 
Yeah, so that's sort of the passing of the baton. You have the new lineup, and then you guys release Z in 2005. Where, how do you think that, you know, you got your new lineup. What is Z, how did Z move you forward? Yeah, Z was really cool because that was the first record we got to make with Carl and Bo. And uh, we went out to this place called Alaire that was uh, a studio for a while in upstate New York that uh, was kind of like being in The Shining, if, it, if they put a recording studio in the in the hotel of the shining it was like you're on top of a mountain out in the middle of nowhere and it's snowing and we were trapped there and but it was really fun and we had a really great really great time just enjoying that that new adventure together <laughs> well i'm glad uh it wasn't one of those um all work and no play makes jim james a dull boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, i'm glad it didn't <laughs> i'm glad it didn't go in that direction um yeah. all right and then of course evil urges i mean that one i mean that one i mean i remember i know that one went pretty pretty mainstream there um with with i'm amazed any memories of, of recording that song in particular uh yeah i mean we recorded a studio called avatar that that one we wanted to take a completely different approach and recorded that in the middle of manhattan uh in health kitchen at the studio avatar and uh yeah that was really just a cool completely new way of working for us where we were living in the city and working in the city and uh, just feeling that energy. So uh, that really has a, um, that's one thing I love about recording is just trying to go to different environments and go to different places and, and see how that environment affects the music. Absolutely. Um, and then real quick, Circuit and, and the Waterfall. Yeah. I mean, they're both so different. They're cute. We recorded in, uh, an old church gymnasium in Louisville, and that's another homemade record that we did all all of ourselves. Uh, kind of built the studio ourselves, and uh, that was really crazy, really difficult at times, but really fun. And then uh, the waterfall, we went to a studio in Stinson Beach, California. That's kind of really cool, kind of kind of homemade place, but it sits on a cliff and looking at the ocean, so. The ocean was a big part of that record, um, and and being in nature, hiking every day and stuff. So nature played a huge role. Uh, I mean, nature always plays a big role, but it it's kind of I don't know. I think a lot of musicians or people you talk to who record, uh, there's this certain peace you get obviously from going out in the middle of nowhere to make a record which can be good but then other times it's like you have to counter that with, with going into the heart of the city to make a record so right, kind of right, like for right. me at least i have to flip flop between records of like you know you're like oh, i don't want to be out in the middle of nowhere anymore i want to be amongst people and then you make a record amongst people and you're like god i gotta gotta get away from people <laughs> and go out <laughs> yeah the constant back and forth <laughs> yeah well, and then uh, of course a lot of our a lot of your fans will, will know obviously that then after that you know you you got you've done probably what like seven or eight solo albums since then. So what what have you enjoyed about? I mean, I know I'm sure you love all the guys in the band and all you know all that journey too. But what have you enjoyed specifically about you know being able to do those solo ones? Well, I just love making music at home by myself, and I kind of am always doing that. So. The solo records are kind of an extension of me just always being in the studio by myself and also enjoying making records with other people. I have so many friends that I enjoy making records with, and I have so many uh, just other people that I enjoy collaborating with. So to me, it's like I never want to limit myself on my collaborations, and I enjoy the uh, the band, and I enjoy playing with those guys. But 
it's so fun to collaborate with a wide range of people. So that's kind of what I enjoy doing through the solo albums. Awesome. And that, and that of course, brings us to the, the latest one, which is Back Around Full Circle, The Order of Nature, a song cycle. So you'll be performing that at the Kennedy Center on the 4th. And then when do you say the actual album comes out? It comes out in October. I forget the exact date. Okay, but I'll, it'll all be this fall. So, hey, uh, it's, I guess sort of that's a good way to sort of wrap it up. Explain to our listeners how, you know, if the album's not until October, but this concert's in early September, explain why this is a really cool uh you know, why should they come? Why, why is it such a cool way to sort of get a sneak peek at that, you know, that new record? Well, this concert's kind of the launch of the album. You were going to, uh, by, by the time we play this concert, uh, we will have said the album's coming out. But I don't think, you know, we haven't even said the album's coming out yet. So this is kind <laughs> of the, and we'll release a song from the album. So I think once the people hear the release of the album or whatever and see that the performance has new songs and has, some old songs that they might know if they're a fan of past stuff. Um, I, I think it's just a really, I mean, I'm really proud of it. And I think it's, a, I mean, it's really great and thrilling for me to get to sing with the orchestra, obviously. Um, and it's really, really cool thing to just be a singer too. I'm not playing guitar or any instruments. I'm just trying to uh, channel my inner Edith Piaf or whatever, and just be a, be a singer in front of an orchestra, which is so thrilling. Uh, and we're also trying, I think the most important thing about the whole thing is we're trying to uh, to spread a message of, of peace and love and uh, acceptance and equality and trying, trying to discuss that and also discuss some, just the nature of the world right now that feels so troubling to so many people. Uh, we're trying to be a uniting force and, and a healing force in the world. And I think that's the most important thing to, to us about the whole the whole thing. Yeah, for sure, man. We can definitely we can definitely use that message right about now for a million reasons. So, hey, thanks. So, thanks for doing it, and uh, thanks again for calling in. Again, everybody, it's uh, Jim James with the NSO Pops, uh, the Order of Nature, a song cycle. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.